Welcome to the Misfit One Lifestyles with Elizabeth Colon. She will awaken and connect with your Misfit One. Are you tired of the ups and downs in your life? Are you ready to live a healthy lifestyle once and for all? We are talking about all aspects of your life. Being fit is not just physical. It's also your mind and soul. Learn how to take steps in your life to move towards your goals. Elizabeth's goal is for everyone listening to the sound of her voice to get fit. Let's get focused. Let's get intentional. And let's transform. Now here's your host, Elizabeth Colon. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Misfit One Lifestyles with your host, Elizabeth Colon, also known as Misfit One. Man, this episode is one you want to go ahead and favorite right now because we are talking to Chanel Jones and this woman is phenomenal in her field of human services, right? The bottom line is you you help people with a mental health therapist in urban situations, in the urban community. Am I yeah. right? Yes, that's my main population. So tell us, Miss Chanel, t- tell the people who you at. Say, tell them who you are and say, hey. Hello, everyone. I am Chanel Jones. Um, I am a licensed clinical social worker in the state of Maryland. I've been working in the human services field for, I would say, 15 years at least. Um, I have yeah. a, I would consider my approach to be different, but I don't know. I'm, I don't know all the things that's going on in the world, but I have a different approach to helping families in the community um, create their own wellness and mental health. That's what we want to talk about. That's why it's one to be favored because you do things in a different way. Um, because, you know, when I was growing up and if somebody said social worker, or it was always bad. Oh, you, them people going to call a social worker on you. No. And right. Yes. I used to work for Child Protective Services, so I get it. I used to get it <laughs> all the time, even in that field. I'm like, you know, we're coming to help you. They're like, no. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, that was like, uh-uh, let you get your act right. So let's talk about some of the things that you do different. I know that um, you are passionate about changing the lives of children and and how their families coincide with the community how how do you how do you stand out what is different about what you do chanel well i feel like cultural competency and cultural awareness can be buzzwords in the professional arena um and people not really understand exactly what that means um and so break that down break that down for us tell us the difference between cultural and community right so if you have an understanding of a way that things should be right let's just say you're raising your child and you think that every child should come home do their homework eat a full course meal take a shower and then go to bed by 8 30 somebody somewhere does not not only do they not do that they don't agree 
right? And so when you are working as a professional or otherwise, or even if you're just trying to help someone who you are not in the same culture. And keep in mind, culture is not just black, white. It's, it has everything to do with lifestyle, Right. right. Because a lot of times people from the South, white, black, whatever, they all have the same kind of cultural um, behaviors. Y'all, they eating fried chicken and watermelon. Mm -hmm. They're doing all that because mm -hmm. it's the same cultural thing. So, yep. yeah. And so being able to understand somebody else's culture helps you. It puts you in a position to be able to help them. So that's my main goal is to understand the people that I work with and meet them where they are, like in the realest sense of the word. So, and trying to understand, trying not trying to pull them to where I am, but trying to go where they are and meet them there and see how I can help them where they are. And so in order to do that, you have to think outside the box and it requires you to be creative. You know, it doesn't always look the same. Right, right. So could you... Give me an example of that. Okay. So I'm a therapist and I'm a mental health therapist. I have a caseload of, I don't know, I have, I have a good number of people, right? And so the difference is my clients, they text me, girl, what, guess what happened to me today? I don't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> um... And I will say, well, hey, you know, let's schedule a time for us to talk about it. But I don't get into the nuances of you're not scheduled right now. And why would she call me girl? And my name is Mrs. Miss Jones. And, you know, I don't get into that because that's where she is. I'm okay with going there, right? And having the conversation, albeit therapeutic, but understanding where I need to go in reference to that. Also, in the differences of utilizing the resources that we have, um, especially when it comes to young people. If they like music, if they like TikTok, um, you know, being able to understand those things that they utilize every day and figure out a way to incorporate that into their healing, into their wellness. You know, it catches the attention. If it's Roblox, if it's Fortnite, I mean, I, mean, I have a son, so sometimes I'm like, so what? What happened? What's the deal? Yeah, that is so <laughs> awesome. That is really cool because you know I like it where you say where we meet them where they're at, mm -hmm. um, and that's a very good point in in all of this because in mental health. Um, it has so many different stages. Yeah. Or right. So somebody could be, you know, um, just having a little crack. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, like, ooh, I'm having a little breakdown right now. Mm -hmm. From that to batshit crazy. Mm -hmm. Right. And talk and to me about that. That that small that lack of understanding is the difference between someone getting help and someone not getting help. Um, most oftentimes, since it's taboo in the black community to go to therapy and you know deal with your mental health, 
They'll go so long or they'll go without it being treated at all. Sometimes it could be the smallest. I'm saying smallest thing, but let's just say if everybody looked at it, they were like, oh, you, you just had a bad day. That bad day can turn into years and years of depression. That can turn into a snap. If only that person has someone that they could process with, talk about things with, problem solve with, communicate with, hey, how do I deal with this? As opposed to not saying anything, shutting down, doing it over and over and over and over again. Next thing you know, you're in the doctors, I got high blood pressure, depression, heart disease, all these things. And you're like, are you stressed? Like, what is your life? Like, like, well, I just go to work and I come home. I don't do anything. Yeah, but when you go to work, your boss that made you mad, something happened, you don't know how to release and let those things go. Um, it, it tears down on, on your whole body. So it's like, you know, the that's funny that you say that it is very taboo about us going to get um help because you know that was like schoolyard jokes when you was little you know you crazy you need help go so you know i ain't talking to you because you could you know we used to that used to be like it's sad i i gotta say i'm 51 so i lived in that age of where people talked about everybody real bad and then we was like wow we messed up Mm -hmm. Well, you talked about me real bad when I was little, right? Mm -hmm. But what's so crazy is October is um, depression screening month, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Where it's important for people to be diagnosed or to be screened for that. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times people don't even know what that look like or what that means. Mm -hmm. Can you talk to them a little bit about that? Well, what happens is when someone says depression, they're thinking sad. Not, it's not just sad. It's not only low moods. It's your room. I walk into your room, your room, you, you just couldn't clean up. It's been like that for days. You have in your mind, I need to clean this room, but for some reason you can't do it. You can't find the motivation to do any of the things that you normally would do or like to do. But sometimes it becomes so bad, you don't even do the things that are needed and necessary, like go to work, clean your clean your body. Um, take, take a bath, yeah. Yeah, so it's not just like, oh, I'm sad, like I'm really sad. Like, no, you don't have the energy, the motivation to like pick yourself up and just live. And yeah. debilitating for, you know, just every day, daily. I, I love that. That's that's a good way of putting it. You know, if you had three signs that, because let me tell you, I suffered from depression and I didn't know I was depressed, right? I didn't know. I just know like, man, I just, and mine wasn't so much of, I was so sad. I just couldn't, I don't want to do anything. Mm-hmm. Not like, oh my God, I'm so sad. I'm so sad. I was just like, mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't want to go out to eat. I don't want to go be with everybody. I don't want, I didn't want to do nothing. Right. Yeah. And then I realized, wait a minute, something's wrong with me. Maybe it's something physical. Mm -hmm. Right. Because I didn't, what do you think? Depression, I think of 
sad. Mm -hmm. Sad never really, you know, I felt like, uh, just not myself, but I wasn't like, oh my God, I'm so yeah. sad. I just felt out of whack. I felt, uh, I didn't want to do anything. I just don't. I don't feel like joking and laughing. I don't feel like playing, which is unusual for me. I'm usually full of energy. So when I went to the doctor, because I'm thinking maybe something wrong with me, and I'm thinking physical, mm -hmm. right? I'm thinking yeah. something physically wrong with me. But when my doctor did the depression screening, and she said, well, I think maybe you're depressed. I'm like, depressed? Well, I'm not really sad. Mm -hmm. right? Have you ever seen that, Chanel? All the time. They be like, oh, I just, they'll say I'm, I'm sleeping. I'm like, are you sleeping a lot? Oh, I love to sleep. I sleep all the time. Sleep feels so good. I'm like, okay. <laughs> but it's not, sleep does feel good, but it's not normal to sleep all day. Or just, yeah. you know, what you want to, what you going to do today? Oh, I probably sleep. I've been in bed all day. You ain't get up, you ain't do nothing. You know? stuff like that oh and that's the thing like this I've, I've had clients where i'm like so listen this week what i want you to do is take a walk at least once right because being outside vitamin d you know that boosts your mood exercise vitamin d sun etc boosts your mood so i'm like if i can just get you out there you know you can start to they so they'll so they'll say yeah i'll do it after like the first two times they don't do it i say okay so the next session i'm like you ready you got your shoes on and they're like for what? I'm like, we're going walking. <laughs> That's what we're doing today. That's what our therapy session consists of today. You getting up and going for a walk. I mean, and there you go, friends. That's what she's saying out of the box, right there. Because um, I know when I was going to therapy, and, and uh, my therapist never said, let's go for a walk. She ain't walked with me. She may have told me what to do, which, you know, is like, okay. And 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 the, the thing about it is, and I don't know if this is true for you or how do you see it, because you are the therapist. I'm just a patient, right? Um, and and I, I do work with the my clients on their mental wellness, but as 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 the depression. You know, I had all the tools that I needed, right? That I'm used to using. I got all the tools. That is when I knew it was a problem. When I was trying to use all my tools, get outside, go over my walk, do my this, and I still felt like, bleh, nonchalant, didn't care, oblivious, I don't care about this. I don't. Then that was also a key sign for me but I didn't know that yeah and sometimes I have clients they'll say you know they'll they'll run the even the even the young the kids they'll run what do you do when you start to get upset come to town <laughs> deep breathing walk away they know all they know it all from the top to the bottom so what happened today I don't know like it just because that moment between what's happening and then using what you already know that's that takes practice right. so i mean right. you can have it but then will you will you use it or what does it look like to use it right and you know 
Now, before we go any further, let's tell the people how they can connect with you, Chanel. Well, you can connect with me by going to my website, www.createwellnesssolutions.com. Um, I'm also on Instagram, but I just kind of like started. Social media is so hard for me. Like, I just, the consistency <laughs> that it requires. So. I know, right, girl. I know. Trust me. So, but I'm on there under create underscore mental underscore wellness. Um, I also have another specific project that I'm working on. I'm called Black Child Welfare. Um, and I'm on, the website is almost done, but I'm on Instagram as Black Child Welfare. Let's talk about that. That, that, that's, that's very interesting to me black child welfare let what is it about well in general we have some of the highest numbers of youth um, black and latino in the foster care system um and working in child protective services what i understood was that a lot of families had no idea what child welfare law was and so when you do things and then you get in trouble for it. Um, ignorance is no excuse to the law is what they say. And so then now we're affecting families because of um, the lack of knowledge. And also, you know, you just get to see a lot of intergenerational trauma that's just being passed on. How do you know how to be a parent based on the parent that came before you and they know based on the parent that came before them. And so while some people will make an active change to do things differently, um, some people don't know or, you know, lack capacity at the time. I mean, it's just too many different nuances. And so um, I didn't feel like um, it was fair that um, due to a lack of knowledge and a lack of support that families are being ripped apart. And Black Child Welfare, its goal, its goal is to help professionals and families understand child welfare, what it looks like, what it means, what the law is, what you can do, what you can't. Um, you don't know how many times I heard someone say, I can, I don't know what I could do. You can't take my kids. I'm like, you don't, you don't know. And so because you don't know, you know, it just puts you in a bad position, even when it comes to fighting, you know, for your kids. Um, and so, most of the time when I met families, they're like, oh, I never met a social worker like you. But I'm like, it's because I'm intentional about keeping families together. This is my purpose. This is what I, what I, you know, strive to do. Now, it's not possible. It's not possible. But, you know, when I come into people's homes, there's the understanding of this is where I am. You know, I am in, I am in their home. And most mothers, fathers, Regardless of the treatment that you see, um, I don't know, people probably won't believe, agree with me with this, but they love their children. Even if they do something that we look at and say, oh, you, how could you do something like that? Um, they still have, there's still generally a basis of love there. So just trying to be a positive change in that way to educate and empower you know, families in the community. So I think that is so needed and important um, because you're right. A lot of times people don't know um, 
when it comes to their kid, especially like you said earlier about us mimicking our parents or mm -hmm. doing the complete opposite. But even if we try to do the complete opposite, sometimes it's just so innate in us because it's that cultural mm -hmm. <laughs> thing that we talked about mm -hmm. that is so normal to us that, you know, no, you can't whoop your kids with extension cords. <laughs> Ain't like it worked for me and look at me. I'd be like, Chanel, tell me about come on now. Let's talk real talk. Let's... Yeah. It, you, but but back then, people got a woman with extension cards. I don't think I don't think we, we was too poor to be trying to break up extension cards. We ain't doing that, but I will get that switch. Your hands go get that switch myself and mm -hmm. and come back with. But, you know, it was definitely different things that we did not know. And then we brought it on to our children um, not knowing. Can you um, educate us a little bit on the three things that you feel will move us? Like uh, three things that we really should pay attention to in our home um, when it comes to our children and social working, like, you know what I'm trying to say? Well, I know it's a deep question. It's hard because let me, let me clarify it. Three things that we as parents who don't know if, you know, our issues are normal or not because we all have issues and or not, not not the word normal let's say get your kid taken away mm -hmm. so every state is different right in reference to the removal removal of children but let's just start with neglect neglect um all kids need food shelter and clothing right and so if they don't have that that's an issue and also supervision you know in the state of maryland your child, in order for your child to stay home by themselves, they have to be eight. In order for them to watch other children, they have to be 13. And keep in mind that there are additions to that. Like if you, you can't leave an eight-year-old autistic ch child home, you're right? A 13-year-old who don't know how to call 911 in the case of emergency shouldn't be watching other children, right? So that's, you know, that's on the basis, the grounds and the basis of neglect. Um, not going to school. Some places have educational neglect, not um, sending them to school. In some states like Maryland or Baltimore, they have um, a truancy. So that's totally different from CPS. So, but yeah. Um, right. Not taking them to the doctors, medical neglect, not taking them to the doctors. If there is an issue, Right. So, like, say that's because some things. I don't Come know. on now, listen, Chanel. <laughs> you all misfit one lifestyles. We gonna tell the truth. We gonna let's say it <laughs> and 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 be honest because what we're saying now, I know it sounds uh, everybody knows that, but not everybody knows that. Right. So, if there's something wrong with your child and you're not taking them to the doctors or something happens and it goes further and it could have been pre prevented by you taking them to the doctors, that's medical neglect. Not just, you know, they had a doctor's appointment and they didn't go because they don't have to. So 
that's that. There you yeah. go. You know, but sometimes the way it's presented is as if, like, you know, the doctors might present it depending on who you are and, and what they believe about you. They may present it as if you don't come, they can, you know, call CPS, et cetera. But mm -mm. they can, but it's not, I mean, you don't have to. So that's that. I mean, and that's the thing about educating the community because I feel like um, the system is used to manipulate a lot of families. And I've worked in those settings, which is why I have a private practice now, because I don't want to work in those settings anymore. I want to teach people in the community how to, I want you to take care of your child, but I also don't want you to be manipulated by the system into doing what they or whoever it is want you to do. That's not needed or necessary. If you don't want vaccinations, you don't want them. And nobody should be telling you that, hey, I'm going to call Child Protective Services because you're not vaccinating your child, right? You know, just small things. That's not small those big things, you know. Yeah, you like that's all. We like what we, you know, because it's true. We don't know what we don't know. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. please, guys, make sure you reach out to her on her website and even on your Instagram. I know you said is um, yeah, I'm right it. now. I'm getting but. But does it have a place where we can get your email and all that from on your Instagram? Okay, so what's your Instagram? The Instagram is create underscore mental underscore wellness. Okay, yeah. So so get with her um, and talk to her because, listen, she's a fountain of knowledge. And like she said, she started her own practice so that she can be able to be free telling you because when you're working for a corporation they have a set a, a handbook that mm -hmm. say you have to she's shaking her head yeah yeah i'm doing all the talking but right that's the yeah <laughs> I, I i yeah they know you know i'm tired of going to war from that that you know sometimes so my mentors would tell me like sometimes you have to fight behind enemy lines and that's what i was doing for a really long time and it can be, it can, it can have a level of wear and tear on you to just always be fighting. I'll be fighting for the community. I'll be like, uh-uh, that's not right. Right, right. That and takes a lot of toll. It takes a lot. So I, you know, I spent my time doing that. And now I want to be on the other end of the fight and just being proactive instead of reactive. And what is, what is the name of your practice? Creative Wellness Solutions. Creative Wellness Solutions. Listen, guys, I am I am so honored that you took some time out today to talk to us and give us that education because um, what seems like, ah, oh, to you, everybody know that. No, not everybody know that. And that's, that's what this whole platform is about, is learning about, you know, your wellness, your well-being, what's what's well for you may not be well for somebody else. Like you said in earlier, the community versus um, our culture. So I thank you so much for coming on. But before I let you go, you know I'm going to ask you, 
You don't misfit one. My whole line is about focus plus intentional equals transformation. And that is exactly what you're doing with your business. But how are you taking care of you, Chanel? What does your self-care look like? So I have, I'm trans, transforming into a Pilates girl. Okay. I did but Pilates today. Mm-hmm. I definitely go to exercise. Um, I exercise. I take time out, you know, just to think, um, take time out for my family. Those things are important. And I'm intentional about it. There is no way. And therapists, therapists have therapists too. So I make sure that I intentionally set aside time for those things that are important to me. And that's you know, my way of self-care, but definitely the spa and exercising. And I just started Pilates. I know I'm so excited. I got on Facebook. I'm like, who's joining me? Girl, I'm joining you. Let's go. Let's go. I did it already today. Did you do it today already? I went yesterday. I went okay, yesterday. okay. I've been going so, to um Solid Core and... Mm, yeah, I don't know. I just do it at home. You do it at uh, home? I do it at home. But what's so what's so awesome about it is that the what you said resonates with so many people. Um, and if y'all didn't catch it, I'm going to just recap it a little bit. She gave us so many steps into um, what mental health looks like for different people, how we talked about how you did that uh, depression scanning, because that's important. This month is this depression scanning month make sure that she gave the signs of what depression looked like she talked about our family union and, and what's important that she takes initial intentional time for the things that she enjoys which is spa i love that i really do so before i say adios my friend is it any words of wisdom you would like to leave with them? Well, I just want to say that mental health is important and it's not just a cliche, you know, trending thing. You go to the doctors for your heart. If your heart feels funny, you go for your knee. If your knee feels funny, if you can go for every other part of your body, the most important the, com- the brain, the computer, the things that keeps all the things in running a long time. Why wouldn't you go for that? Why wouldn't you maintain that? That your brain, your mental health has to be maintained and it has to be healthy just like every other part of your body. Okay, so can you tell the people when you are talking to everybody, what is the biggest thing that comes up? One of the biggest things that come up in therapy and in mental health uh, sessions is communication. That is the one thing that is one of the biggest issues, the lack of it, the inability to do it, um, misunderstandings via miscommunication, not being able to relate to the next person, you know, just poor communication, failure of it. I love that because that was exactly my problem when I was suffering from depression. It was because I was doing a lack of communication because I I didn't want to um, 
say something. So I held it in, internalized it, and drove myself crazy. But I learned from that girl. Now I make sure everybody else is crazy because <laughs> I say what I got to say. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and I'm and I'm so glad that, you know, you fought through whatever you did just to get to the right space because some people don't do that. And so I appreciate you having me here just to be able to help people get one step closer to, you know, having the mental health they desire. And that's important. That's the key to life. Absolutely. And with that, you guys, it's Elizabeth Colon. And remember, I want you to live fit this week. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Miss Fit One Lifestyles. Listen, when you are fed up and sick and tired of living this stifled, overwhelmed, and overstressed life, and you're ready to live the fullest, richest and healthiest life by gaining more confidence, more energy and more clarity, living in your best self, you know what to do, right? Go ahead, go to my website, misfitone.com. Sign up for our online courses, Creating Healthy Habit, so that you too can live fit, focus, move with intention and transform your life. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.